This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. We are your grateful and very handsome host, Austin West and Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say yes. hello. Hello. I am the handsome one and the grateful uh, one. Uh, Wes is here. I'm just here. Is that how <laughs> just, it works? You're just here. I'm just here. Uh, reason I say grateful is because today is our season two finale. As you know, we've been doing this for a long time now. Two yeah. long years. For this real. is episode 56. We didn't really think they'd let us do it this long just because who would have thought Loki. we'd be good at it, you know? Yeah. I thought just they two dumb guys right talking football. They would have fired us by now, but Yeah, we would have thought anyways. But <laughs> year two, here we are and Second still not fired. Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> one of yeah, one of us in Iowa, one of us not. Just... Second best. Podcast in Iowa, though. Oh, second best podcast in Iowa. That is true. We are the second best. Moved up from third best from last year. Mm -hmm. So already making moves. And without Tanner Frost, probably, hopefully, that number one spot next year. And so we'll talk a little bit more, I think, unless you'd rather do it at the beginning. Lavelle, do you want to talk about how how this is the finale more at the beginning or at the end of this episode? What are you feeling? Uh, It don't matter. I feel like we can just sort of... Throw it in. You anywhere. Just, we can throw it in. Let's just do it now, then, I guess. Why not? Since we're already okay, talking okay, about it. Okay. Like I said, season two finale. So we've been doing this for almost two years now. 56 episodes. The last year, we had 30, I believe. We ended on exactly 30 mm-hmm. in the spring. This year, a little less, only 26. But still fairly consistent, I want to say. So that's pretty cool, I will say. I like it. We have, I think we've been the most consistent podcast since we got on campus. Yeah, I, as former podcast director, I will, I will stand by that uh, statement. It is true. Um, we have had some competition though from the positive point with Joshua Tiggis and Rumi's review with Hannah and Savannah. Both of them have started consistently, but you know, we did start first, so therefore we get the most consistent award. So yes, I'm just going to say that now. They're they're young podcasts, but they're they're good. They're very good. It's which, coming up, coming up. Yeah, exactly. Which I guess I should explain that I'm no longer podcast director, as I said formerly. Yeah, that's what I was uh, like. Whoa. Yeah. So we've passed that on. That's another way we've changed. Podcasts are now going to be led by Joshua Tiggis, again in charge of Positive Point, and Hannah Perry, who is the same Hannah from Rumi's Review. So two of the up-and-coming consistent podcasts, I, we have <laughs> them at leading the podcast department, which is very great. As for myself, I'm now the big CEO here at KBVU. I'm Yay. station manager, so I'm basically still going to be in charge of Lavelle regardless, so that's oh. always nice. Put Lavelle in his place once in a while. It's good for him. Yeah, low-key. Keep, keeps his ego from getting too big, you know? Got <laughs> to keep it down there just Got to knock bit, you down you know? a couple couple. Yeah, minutes. you know... If I wasn't here to knock him down a couple pegs, who knows what Lavelle would do? His head be yeah. the size of a watermelon. Just be the size ego of through the roof right now. Pretty big. <laughs> He's been off campus. He hasn't had the chance to get knocked down a couple pegs, and so he comes back next fall. The ego is just going to be incredibly large, and it, it'll is. take time. But but we'll knock it back down. It, it, it'll not. work itself out. It will, it'll it work will, itself out. It will well. go higher and higher and higher. 
Nah, I don't know about that. Nope. That, that's what we're here for is to knock you down a peg. Yo, bring bring you back to the real world a little bit. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> is how it goes. Um, but yeah, those big moves again. Lavelle not gonna be off campus, hopefully, as he was this year. Lavelle, I'll let you explain how what was it like having to record the podcast every almost every week just from home? Uh, it's pretty it's pretty um different. I like I like recording in the studio more. Face to face interactions kinda not there no more. Yeah, that is true. I just I let's look at my brother and it's weird. I don't I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Just stare him down a little bit. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> just stare him down as you're trying to talk the whole time, and but he's probably been... staring right back at you, thinking you're an idiot for hey. some of the things you say. When I'm back, I'm back. Hey, good. That's what we like to hear. Um, again, kind of looking back, we've seen a lot of things happen this year that got better. We added sound effects at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, uh, during the season, obviously off season, we couldn't really do them as much. Um. And that's also partially due to we got a new we got new equipment here in the studio. Um, so Bluetooth uh, through my phone doesn't exactly work the same uh, in here as it would through the other equipment. So sound effects will be something we'll figure out when we get back. I have some ideas, but we're working on that as well. And like I said, we made it to number two. Um, there's been a whole lot of stuff that's changed. Well, it's it's been it's been an experience, I will say. Great experience, huh? A great experience, correct. And I'm, I don't know. I'm, we've had some good moments, I think. We didn't do as many interviews this year, though. That's what kind of sucked. Yeah. COVID kind of killed killed that idea. Killed the interviews. But Who'd we, you got, s- well, we got a lot of interviews. We got we did. a decent amount of good decent interviews, amount. I think. I like Who would you say was your favorite interview? Um... Bill's Mafia, definitely. Like. See, that was last year. What about this year? This year, this year. Okay, okay. Yeah, just this year. Coach Mo, definitely. Coach, Coach Mo? Mo. That's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> just <'cause> <laughs> it was <laughs> someone did, new. Yeah, because and... we didn't have him last year, and then, but we did. Yeah, well, but we it did didn't but come out. It didn't go so on it air. was like it's new, but it's not new. Exactly. Ooh, just. It and it was good to look back on some of those things as well and just kind of yeah. and bring up the past about Jay Cutler. And I know he's probably feeling pretty good about the draft as we'll get yeah. into that later. But do you think there's any other top moments do you think looking back, Lavelle? I'm trying to think as well. Um, what do you think of some top moments from this year? I mean, we've had a lot because you were here half the time. And then, yeah, we do. We did a Halloween one this year, right? Not like one last year, but like. Yeah, we did one this year. It wasn't exact same as last year, but we we yeah. did a kind of a Halloween thing, and I think our Halloween, our little, our little like events, like Christmas and episodes. Yeah, I think they're probably one of our best. Yeah, I would say that. Like Space Jam one, that that yeah, one's one of Space my Jam. favorites. Um, that I think we've and done like one of our segments. What's that? And I like when we had Tanner on. More well, Tanner's always good to have on. Yeah, because we have like. Cause we'd be joking, and then Tanner they would just bring the logic out of nowhere. He'd be like, "Yeah, Tanner's a hey, very Tanner? logical guy." Okay, Tanner, logical football fan. Him and Brandon both always bringing yeah. the facts to the table. Only facts, like can't just bring it. Can't always bring the emotion in like they, we do, Lavelle. Like AG, like AG will bring in a, not like a fact, but like a, like it 
a could it happen or something like and then um beef i would bring the facts and then yeah, me and shut, me and west here they're backing up like dang really really like that nah nah nah, nah yeah. like that. and then we just put the background we're the best and then we just clown him and that's usually how it goes it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time it's a wonderful we're like time. That's... that's not happened it didn't happen. yeah <laughs> doesn't happen no not at all but yeah it's been great you know the fans are always what make it worth it you know we don't do this we don't make money off this by any means we do this just for fun and it's nice to see that we get double digit listeners i know at least on soundcloud um more than anywhere i really haven't checked spotify and apple podcasts i don't think i've checked it since you left lavelle to be honest (laughs) i don't think i've checked it since the last winter i don't Um, think my parents on soundcloud so I might have to check that after this, just to just to look back and see what kind of listens we get. I know we do get a lot of ones on SoundCloud just because that's the link we tweet out and stuff. Yeah. And send out on Facebook. So it'd be interesting to see what, what it looks like exactly. But again, yeah. thank you to all the fans uh, for listening, and we appreciate it. And so, well, I think it's time we move on to the actual content here. The actual podcast, huh? The actual podcast, <laughs> as it's one of my favorite times of year. For the NFL draft, just a wonderful time, Lavelle. Just wonderful time, of course. It was it was great. But the first fifteen picks took two hours. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah, I was I was so bad, bro, because it was an hour and ten minutes past. And the Chargers still haven't picked, and we're at thirteen. I'm yeah. like, bro, what the heck is happening? But it was it was great. I, liked, I went I to bed it. after the Vikings pick, to be honest, because I had work the next morning. <laughs> I was like, I got to go. I got to get some sleep. But I wanted to be there to support Brandon. So I was like, yeah. all right, we'll 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 look at the Vikings pick. We'll watch that <laughs> one. And then I'm gone. Because they just kept trading back a little bit. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. What are you trading? What are you trading? Yeah, like, guys, come on. Let's just get it over with. Get it over with. But, no, I thought it was a great draft. Uh, yeah. I thought it was very interesting. Of course, my team being a front runner for adding views to the draft by – all means, of course, because <laughs> who, who knows with them half the time. Oh, um, I wanted you guys to take Mac Jones so bad. Uh, be quiet about that. But first, <laughs> I want to talk about how uh, perceptive I am. Um, as last week on the podcast, oh, yeah. we talked about, hey, Broncos are looking for a quarterback. And I'm like, well, Carolina just got Sam Darnold. And I think he's getting he could be traded again. Um, cause he hadn't gotten traded at the time of the last podcast. I don't think yet. No. I think it was the next day. No, it was like the next day. And yeah. Then we I was, were talking about it. And then my dad was talking about it and I'm like, what's he called this? Like he literally yeah. called this. And I was like, I called nasty. Teddy Bridgewater of the Broncos and I was very excited about it. I thought he went, and he went cheap for a sixth round pick. Sixth round pick. That's it. And you got a good quarterback in the form of Teddy Bridgewater. Like that's a solid guy. Yeah, and it's, it was just it, I think it works perfect for the Broncos. I mean, obviously they they're they probably wanted, they still pursuing Aaron Rodgers. They want a competition. But, yeah, exactly. That, that's a good competition. And then they got a they got a good draft pick, so mm-hmm. they didn't need a draft a QB up there after all the three top QBs were taken. Exactly. They didn't want, they didn't want Fields, but no. hey, they got Teddy. Because we were talking like with Marco that. about it, because Marco is a Broncos fan. And he's like, I don't think we'll draft a quarterback. The only quarterback I would be like, okay, cool, let's do it, is Fields. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way that happens. He's like, I know, but that'd be the only guy. Because obviously, uh, as Brandon put it, and kind of all of us did, 
why would you waste a first round draft pick to have three decently good quarterbacks on one team? Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? Like, you have a rookie that is uh, should be fairly good. You have a what third year guy who yeah. has been average, if Up not good. Down. Yeah. Plus Teddy Two Gloves, an experienced vet under uh, Drew Brees. And he's played many years. He's suffered through injuries. And so he knows that kind of thing, the toughness. And so what would be the point of what would be the point of having that third rookie when you already have a third year guy? Yeah. And so but that does I bring would... into question now the Aaron Rodgers debacle. As Broncos are one of the leading teams to take Aaron Rodgers. If not the leading team. I don't know. I don't think he's going to get traded at all. I don't think so either. I but... don't think so either, but Devontae did tweet out. Um, mm-hmm. He tweeted out something like... Um, Gotta appreciate the things you yeah. have while you have them. Yeah. Something and along it, those lines. And then it, just, it was just him in a Packers uniform walking off the field. Yeah. So, it's a sign like, maybe... Is he going into this last contract year? Probably not. I don't think he is. I don't maybe, think so. I, maybe they trade him. They're saying that's why Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there no more. They maybe could be trading Devontae. Yeah. I don't oh. think they trade Devontae because I feel like yeah. they would have done that before the draft just because of who he is for draft picks. Yeah. Um, But Aaron Rodgers, again, reportedly wants out. Uh, the Jordan Love situation comes in, and then the Packers go in their draft. They don't draft a wide receiver, something that uh, – They've been wanting or a def. I don't not sure on defensive guys. Let me double check their picks real quick. They do take a two cornerbacks, a linebacker, and a D tackle uh, on the defensive side. But those are all the cornerback was Eric Stokes from Georgia in the first round, and then they didn't draft another defensive guy until the fifth round, and. The both of them were in the fifth round, and then the linebacker in the sixth. And then people are saying they were trolling Aaron Rodgers as they draft a wide receiver in the third round, also with the last name of Rodgers, Amari Rodgers out of Clemson. And so weapons have been a big thing. I've seen some tweets like, oh, no, the Packers have never surrounded Aaron Rodgers with uh, people he needs, and they list all these offensive guys that it seems to be. I didn't recognize all the names, but they all mostly were offensive names, the ones I did recognize, which was a majority of them. Mm. And it makes you think, well, yeah, but now you got to talk about defense. Defense hasn't been great for the Packers. Yeah, that's why, like, they signed back the one guy, what, what's his name? Kevin King? or uh, Yeah, Kevin up, King, the guy who the gave, guy like, gave three or four touchdowns. touchdowns. And, like, and then they draft another cornerback. Like, why are you trying to... I guess you're trying to get defense, but Kevin King's not a start. I don't think he's a start. Exactly. Maybe so you said he will give weapons, but he has had guys that are been more than decently good. Yeah, which is their defense has been keeping them out of games. It's been hard for them. And then, of course, the field goal from last year uh, in the national champion, not the national championship. Whoa. Excuse me, the NFC championship uh, last year against the. Buccaneers 
Uh, they elected to kick it instead of letting Aaron Rodgers go for it. Um, obviously, that decision wasn't one Aaron really agreed with, as we saw on Jeopardy when he hosted. And then it's just kind of led down from there. And now kind of seems he wanted to be traded. The 49ers did call before draft night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Shanahan had called Michael, uh, Matt LaFleur and asked, hey, uh, do you think there's a shot? And he told LaFleur told him, don't even bother. Uh, there's no shot. And so they thought, okay. Aaron Rodgers thought they were going to accept the trade from the 49ers, maybe. And he thought he was going to be a Niner. That didn't end up happening. And then his two other picks were the Broncos and the Raiders for where he wanted to go. And right now, it seems like the Broncos would be the front runner if a trade were to happen, which yeah. is interesting within itself. So maybe they offer Teddy Bridgewater up for a trade or something like that. Mm, who knows? They won't accept that. Yeah, I. who knows with uh, Packers. They might think, oh, Teddy Bridgewater for a year, Jordan Love the next, something like that. Something crazy. Yeah. But it just brings into light. And now he says he's strongly considering retirement, mm. and he will come back if the GM is fired, or the two kind of rumors out there. Again, not really a lot of it confirmed. And then Terry Bradshaw has now come out and given him flack for it. Uh, called him weak, basically. What? Uh, yeah, I just saw this before we got in here. Terry Bradshaw, he said, this is really what's making him contemplate retirement. Uh, just really shows me how weak he is. And it went into more in-depth, like, they draft a young QB a year before, mm-hmm. and now you want the GM fired just for you to come back. That's weak, and is basically what he was saying. And the thing is, a lot of people have brought up, like, oh, yeah, he, he they uh, drafted this young quarterback, but they also didn't talk to him about it. Yeah. Tom Brady was a part of the decision to draft Kyle Trask out of Florida this year. And Bruce Arians came out and said he he had let Tom know. He Tom was a part of the process a little bit as well. And yeah. even the Bears, who had one of the most surprising picks, traded up to number 11, uh, yeah. selected Justin oh. Fields out of Ohio State. Uh, even they said they talked to Andy Dalton. They told Andy Dalton, they're like, hey, uh, we're thinking about taking Justin Fields. Here in the draft, we're thinking about trading up. We're telling you this now. We're not just going to surprise you with it. Yeah. Um, so here, here's the news, which, again, is a major respect thing. And it, Jordan Love, when he was drafted, there was no call to Aaron Rodgers. Nothing. No so, talk to him whatsoever. It makes sense why he's mad. He wants to be like respected as one exactly. of the best. Is he is the best. Is he won MVP multiple times? Like he's he's he the got, reigning MVP. Yeah, like no yeah. reigning MVP has like left the team the year after since I think like oh I saw it. Shefty tweet uh tweeted it and put it on Instagram. Oh my goodness, I think it was nineteen. I want to say like 1980-something. Like it's been a while. It has been a long time since the reigning MVP left their team. And so that was the biggest story probably of draft night after the first night, obviously, with the number three overall pick being the biggest question of the night. Um, But other than that, I mean, it's been a crazy, crazy draft, obviously. And so... You know, Lavelle, let's how let's let's dive into this. Um, so, how do you think the Chargers did, Bud? Hey, we, I think we did great. We got, I think, everything we needed, plus more. 
with the offensive tackle at 13, Rashawn Slater. Looks like a beast. I like him. Dante Samuel Jr. Please replace mm-hmm. Williams, bro. He's awful. I just need him to replace him, bro. I'm down for him. Dante Samuel Jr., he looks like a baller. Josh Palmer, killing certain in the uh, in college, just knowing that, bro. Have you seen the highlights? You seen the highlights? You should know that. I have not seen the highlights of Josh Palmer. But he's nasty. Comp- I think this was compensatory. Trey McKitty, tight end of Georgia. He looks nasty. Like looks mm-hmm. like a little Kyle Pitts. Linebacker Chris Roof from Duke. Brendan James, offensive tackle, Nebraska. Another linebacker from Iowa. Nick. Yep, Neiman. I was waiting for bringing up Nick, Nick Neiman. Yeah, you like that. That's so why I was like, hey, we got an Iowa guy. And then we got a running back from Missouri, Larry Runtan, and a safety from Georgia. And I like it. I think we did every. We got every position we needed. Filled the O-line around um, Justin Herbert, my bad. And then we got a receiver. He played the slot. He could play the slot. We also got Guyton still. So, like, we got Williams, Keenan, Guyton. We got a tight end. Trey McKitty, but we also got that other guy last year that he dropped a pass against the Raiders. I don't know his name. Part him. Darren Waller? No. Remember we played the Wake Raiders and we threw a one yard um, fade. No. Oh, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll part him. It's, a, it's part him. I think that's that's. That's right. Yep. You're right. Oh, uh, like, but we wait. still have him. But uh, Trey McKitty looks like a little receiver type of tight end, so I like him. So I okay. think we we did a lot of good stuff with our draft. Got a tackled a lot of defense positions that we needed. Got a linebacker, a couple linebackers. If Melvin Ingram is Healthy, one of the best defense in the league. Let's do it. No. <laughs> See, ESPN would disagree with you. See, and say ESPN that you didn't. Stuff. You needed a D tackle. What? And that you didn't get it. Let me look right here. Oh my god. Yeah, they have your, one of your needs is D tackle. That is the only one that you didn't get. They had O line. They had a ta- offensive tackle, tight end, corner, D tackle, wide receiver. And so the only one you didn't get was the defensive tackle, which no, I don't I think mean, there was. I don't think there was any like D tackles that were Warriors probably taking because they would have probably taken. That's why they probably took a linebacker because he's probably. Right. Uh, I think he is a rushing linebacker. Uh, the one from Duke. I know Neiman's probably not. I know the one from Duke is. So, hey, I'm I'm happy. I think we still have Linval. Hopefully, unless yeah. he retired. So we're. I think we're good. But good would you like tackle. to hear what? Draft grade you got? Uh, they gave us probably. Let me. Get, I'm gonna predict it. I'm thinking they're giving us at least a C plus really? or, or B minus. They're giving you an A, bud. They gave a. you an A. That's every like, day, hey. day one, two, and three all got A's. Hey, I they were gonna. I thought they were gonna hate because they they you know hate on the Chargers a lot, but they didn't yeah. hate on us, baby. That'll be NFL.com. I got that from. I love so it. I love it. Hey, I I knew it was a good draft. Right when we took our picks, I was like, I like our picks. Yeah, exactly. Well, I felt pretty good about mine as well. But, you know, that's always easy to change. And so good old San Francisco takes Trey Lance, North Dakota State, Surprising. at three. Surprising. See, not all surprising. I didn't think it would be wanted, Mac Jones. I thought it was Mac Jones. Hopefully I hope not. Mac, I was hoping it was Mac Jones. But, yeah, but all the wasn't. mystery was unveiled. As even who was it? I think it was North Dakota State tweeted the video of Kyle and John at uh his pro day. And mm-hmm. in the video, you literally see John and 
Shanahan look give each other the look, literally the look, as you, they kind of tilt their heads and look at each other, uh, and then just look back at Trey Lance that kind of look. Yeah, like, and people oh. were like, if this video makes it out before the draft, there are no rumors about Mac Jones whatsoever. For real, none. What? I wish I would have seen the video. None. Like you can find you. It's the very beginning of it too. You just see him kind of glance at each other and give each other a look and just look back to what Trey Lance <laughs> is doing. Like it's real slight, but when you know, you know, like it's that look kind of look. Um, and then we took a offensive guard uh, from Notre Dame, Aaron Banks, big guy, which is really great. Yeah. Um, our first three picks were actually through trades, so that was kind of funny. Um, we traded up for Trey Sermon, the running back out of Ohio State. Okay. Um, I thought that was a really interesting pick. Uh, we got a corner out of Michigan, Ambry Thomas, Jalen Moore, guard out of Western Michigan. Jalen Moore? Yeah. I know Jalen Spelled Moore. differently. Spelled uh, differently than our Jalen Moore. Yeah. And also offensive guard, not yeah, yeah. corner. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference there. Um, We got another corner out of Oregon, D'Amador Lenore. Uh, then we got safety out of USC, Talanoa Hufanga. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Uh, some people called him the biggest steal of the draft, which I'll I'll be happy with. It and is. then we got another running back, Elijah Mitchell out of Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns. The Raging the Cajuns. wonderful Raging Cajuns. Mm-hmm. And some people said, uh, I think they said he, re- he runs like a 4-3 or something. Jeez. Like he's he's super fast. And so it'll be interesting to see what he does. Obviously, ESPN says we don't get a D tackle need or a wide receiver need. Um, you know, D tackle. I don't. I didn't think we really needed D tackle. Um, I thought we were okay, but I mean, I know we're not fantastic. We have a lot. Why do they better... keep going with the D tackle? Like what? I yeah, I think <laughs> Ew, I understand though, because like our edges are better. I think for both of our yeah, teams, both our, teams our, our edges, edges are, are really better good. and deeper than our tackles. But like, I think I it's depth think... is the problem. Yeah, okay, I got you. Oh, yeah. like, because that's the way I go, go through every team, they'd be like, you tackle. Like, they won't say that to the Rams, so because they got no. Aaron Donald. Right. <sighs> they don't say it for the Steelers, as I'm looking at them. Don't say it for the Giants or the Saints or the Patriots. Don't worry, not everybody got it. Or uh, Minnesota, so. But, yeah, I mean, we filled everything. We end up getting a B plus. Um our grades were day one was A, day two was B, day three was B plus. Um, so it was interesting how a lot of people were NFL.com and the experts are always like, oh no, this was these were bad picks because they didn't get wide receivers. And then a lot of people were like, Oh, we shouldn't have you they shouldn't have traded up for all, a lot of these guys like Trey Sermon. And so it's just kind of interesting to see how that plays out as well. Um, of course. Uh, the notable ones from the first round as we go through this, because this is where a lot of surprises happened, because a lot of it came out. It was very interesting to see. Um, obviously, Trevor Lawrence, number one to Jacksonville, Zach Wilson to the Jets, Trey Lance, not a three. Then it starts to get interesting. Number four <laughs> is uh, the Falcons. Again, we had the thing. Maybe they take a quarterback at four no. uh, with fields to back up Matt Ryan. Or they Kyle take a best available. They take best available. Kyle Pitts, Coach Mandelko, very happy. Yeah, he was happy. He, he was very happy. <laughs> I was texting him about it. At number five, more controversy. 
uh, the Bengals, O-lineman or Jamar Chase? And that was the big question going into this draft. Um, they end up going Jamar Chase, and social media has kind of taken over and made fun of them. Um, mm-hmm. The new uniform reveal they did, Joe Burrow's wearing a white uniform, and the amount of photoshops I have seen with that white uniform covered in grass stains are beyond belief. It's just fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I I don't agree with it. Sure, it's a great combo of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, like the the college duo. We saw them, and now they're back together. But if you don't have a good old line, that's not going to matter. Yeah, Joe Burrow can't get a throw off. Bro. Yeah, if you can't get a throw off, it doesn't doesn't matter how good your receivers are all the time. So. I mean, sure, Jamar Chase is good for them. Their wide receiver needs were obviously there, but still, not not a great sign there for them. Um, at six, we had the Dolphins. I actually uh, beat Marco and beat Pat in a little bit of, of a bet, a friendly bet. Nothing was on it. Uh, mm. We were debating Waddle versus versus Smith because obviously Chase is off the board. Yeah. Um, it ends up being Waddle. Both of them said Smith. I said Smith is like a more talented but same build kind of guy as Devonte parker and kind of mm-hmm. like preston williams They're, that's that kind of build that they've had yeah. and so i thought you know they kind of want a little more of that speed kind of stockier guy bigger guy like waddle and that's what they do they end up taking waddle there with the more of an inside guy there so i thought that was a good pick for them obviously they needed receivers i thought that was the best idea for them anyways um so that was good to see i thought anyways how do you feel about that level I liked it. I liked Waddle. I liked Waddle. Yeah. I think I knew Smith wasn't going to go there. We all, I think I knew it. I was like, I'm like, Smith, if Smith drops to the Chargers, they better pick him. I was thinking, and my dad wanted him to, but he was gone before then. And I I liked Smith. Right. Waddle Waddle was more of a pick for them, I think. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, Then it comes to the Lions. I also beat B-Pat and Marco in a friendly bet with this. We talked about last week. Dan Orlovsky was talking about you need to start building from the uh, line of scrimmage. So O-lineman, D-lineman. And I brought that same argument into the draft uh, against these two. And I was like, guys, they want to build from the O-line. They're going to take Panay. That's that's who they're going to take. And they're like, no, no, they need receivers. They need receivers. They need somebody for Goff to throw to. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. The depth of O-linemen is far less than it is of talented wide receivers. And what do you know? They take Panay. They couldn't believe I was right. I I flexed it on him a little bit. I knew they were going to take him. And it's a great pick for him, to be honest. (laughs) It's it's wonderful for him. He's literally, he didn't give up a sack in his year, his three three years he's been there? Yeah. Three, four years? He didn't give Mm -hmm. up a whole sack. Imagine Mm -hmm. that. Like, Jared Goff was the getting smacked in um Los Angeles. Yeah. And having him guard your blind side, I think is pretty good. So Yeah, exactly. And then comes the cornerback carousel here at eight, yeah, nine, ten. Because oh. all the teams there need cornerbacks or want cornerbacks. So we got Panthers, Broncos, and then Cowboys. Panthers take JC Horn out of South Carolina. Surprising as they didn't take Sertain out of Alabama first. He was yeah, that was that was the big thing that people noticed. So JC Horn off the board. Marco Kennedy, 
does not realize uh, that Sertain is still on the board. Um, and as the pick comes in, and it is Sertain at uh, nine to the Broncos, he is overwhelmingly excited because uh, <laughs> it had just missed his mind that Sertain was there. And he's like, oh, my gosh. I, I knew we needed a cornerback, but I didn't think we'd take him. I thought we'd take like somebody else. And so he was very, very excited about that pick. And then regret hit him immediately because he remembered uh, our wonderful student coach, Josh Gutierrez, and a Cowboys fan had been talking about those were the two cornerbacks he had wanted the Cowboys to pick. Mm. And apparently he had been doing many mock drafts uh, throughout the spring. And so he's like, oh, no, Josh is probably like punching the air right now. I got to check on him. Well, we told him to check on him because, you know, Cowboys fans don't tend to take it well. Definitely. And after that, we thought, you know, they Sean Lee just retired. You got to get a linebacker. So we're thinking Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Then they draft down. They trade down. Trade down. So the Eagles come up. Because this is where it was interesting. It was three NFC East yes. uh, teams me in a my row. Dad, me and my dad were talking about this. Like, why would you trade with – a team in your division to give uh-huh. them a better to give them a better pick for a better player. I was like, I was like, I would never trade in that. There was <laughs> three of them. Like I would have yeah. let. I would. He said, but there's no difference from having the Eagles or the Giants take it. So he no. was like, you just choose one. And it was kind of like, and you get picks out of one. So yeah. So he he was there like, let me yeah. choose this because the original order was at ten Cowboys, eleven Giants, and at twelve the Eagles. So yeah. Cowboys, Eagles switch. Eagles now at 10, take Devontae Smith, reunite him with Jalen Hurts. Great pick for them, 100%. Great pick. <laughs> Re, uh, uh, underdoes, uh, redoes what they did last year with Jalen Rager, so undoes that. And then at 11, the Giants trade all the way down to 20 with the Bears, like we said, who draft Justin Fields uh, with pick number 11. And then 12, the Cowboys get Micah Parsons, probably the guy they wanted at 10 anyways. Yeah. So they get extra draft picks and the same guy they wanted. So nice trade by them. Then of Good course, yeah. And of course the Chargers take Rashawn Slater. We talked about that. Yep. Uh, the Jets, I think they had 14. No, take it back. The uh, Vikings had traded down from 11 to 14 and then they traded down from 14 to 23 with the Jets. And the Jets end up taking the guard, Elijah Vera Tucker, out of USC. Good for them as well. Brings us to 15, the Patriots, the one pick everyone knew was coming all year long. Mac Jones to the Patriots to be Tom Brady 2.0. Easy call. Everyone saw that coming. Um, Zayvon Collins to the Cardinals, linebacker. Alex Leatherwood, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. Probably the most concerning pick, uh, but not quite the most concerning, as I believe there's one more. Um, I'll have to remember who it is. Oh, it's it was, coming up. It was more of a like, why take him so early? Yes, that's exactly what it was. Like not, yeah, like not like concerning. Like he won't do good. Like why would you take him this early? He would have been there in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what everyone yeah. was saying. Yeah, people weren't uh, super excited about this. Um, Jalen Phillips, DN to the Dolphins out of Miami, so he stays in Florida. Jamin Davis, linebacker from Kentucky, goes to Washington. Giants up with their traded pick now. They select Kadarius Toney out of Florida, wide receiver. A lot of people right away were like, why? Who is this guy? I've never heard of him. You could tell the fans had never even heard of this guy. 
and they just couldn't believe it. Um, but the more we've seen on it, the more people have warmed up to the idea, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do like that pick a lot more now than they did on draft night. Uh, so that's always good to see. Uh, 21, Quiddy Pay, the Michigan D end to the Colts. Very good player. Told his mom it's time for her to retire now. Uh, he's got it from here. So hopefully, hey, good luck weird. to him. That's always nice for yeah. sure to see. Uh, Caleb Farley, Virginia Tech to the Titans. Finally, the Vikings pick uh, Christian Darisaw, Virginia Tech offensive tackle. And then another one people were calling all year long. Najee Harris, Alabama running back to the Steelers, uh, gets their big need that they really needed there um, for sure. It's not even a debate, to be honest, uh, in, that de- in that part right there. Um, 25, Travis Etienne, Clemson running back, reunites with Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Interesting pickup there as well. Again, these are all picks I missed the first night, so I didn't get to experience these in person. Greg Newsom, uh, Northwestern corner to the Browns. Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, the wide receiver to the Ravens. I like that a lot because they need some good receivers there. They're struggling there. Okay, this is the one that people were like, this is the worst pick uh, by science, voted by science. Uh, Saints select Peyton Turner, DeAnd out of Houston. Um, basically they did a graph of the first round picks of, uh, where selected in the draft versus like how they, their rankings or whatever. And so like, it was like, uh, bottom, it was like a bottom left to top, right. Kind of skew line is the way they were looking at it. Like, Oh, as you go down, they should get better kind of thing. And Peyton Turner is just value just so bad off skewed from everybody else it's mm. not even funny and so it'll be interesting to see how that ends up but yeah that was who science voted the worst uh pick in the first round was but again this is based off expert rankings and experts are usually wrong so yeah they're they're experts for a reason because they're more intuitive than us but that does well, not mean they're, they're more correct right. than us. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're always right. No, not even close. They I could, think always right. Yeah, they could be like there, but they're not there. They don't have the whole everything. Like they don't have the whole story. Yeah, but yeah, I heard Saints fans hated that pick because they need a quarterback and they wanted Fields, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" But I guess what do you mean they got Taysom Hill. And, and Jameis. And Jameis, bro. They what are they James. saying? They don't need a QB. They're crazy. They're crazy. Either they're great. All right. And then we have Eric Stokes, like we said, Georgia cornerback to the Packers. Gregory Rousseau, DN of the Miami to the Bills. Ravens get a trade with the Chiefs. Take a Penn State linebacker, Odaf Owe. Probably pronounced that wrong. And then Joe Tryon, Washington uh, to the Bucks, outside linebacker. That was the first round. I really didn't plan to go through the full first round, but I did it anyways. Um, <laughs> some other interesting picks. Kyle Trask to the Buccaneers. Um, that's the one I'm thinking of off the top of my head. I'm trying to think uh, what other ones we had here uh, of the most interesting anyways. Um, not sure. Uh, yeah, I can't think of the top ones, but a lot of records were set. Carolina trades the most times 
in NFL, in franchise history, excuse me, with eight trades in the draft. That Jeez. also ties the NFL draft record of QBs taken rounds one through eight, three uh, with eight as well. And then Alabama, six first round draft picks. I don't that think was that was tough. a record, but I think it's close. I think it, it was close. So, mm. but six, six first round draft picks. Unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. I want to see here if we had any A pluses uh, for draft grades. Oh, we did. The Atlanta Falcons earned an A plus. Um, and I think they might be the only team that get it. It's looking. Yep, Atlanta Falcons, only team to get an A plus grade. Some people got the days graded as A plus, but overall, Falcons are the only team with an A plus grade, which will be interesting to see them turn that franchise around. Hopefully. Hopefully. And so I was going to do a May the 4th little thing, as I saw in Good Morning Football. Uh, They drafted their first overall Star Wars character uh, to be on their team, regardless of position needs. Um, Unless you have an idea off the top of your head, Lavelle. Mm, No. Nothing? Position needs for my team? No, there's no position. Your team basically needs every position, so it doesn't matter who you take first overall. What Star Wars character are you taking first first overall? Oh, Anakin. Yeah. Anakin? Darth Vader, Anakin. Either one? No, Darth Vader, Anakin. Do Darth that. Vader. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. See, that's what I was thinking too, just because power, height. Yeah, power, height. Speed is not really a good thing for him, but. Leadership. That's why he's going to be leadership. QB. Exactly. QB fear mongering fear. He, the fear he puts in everybody. Mm-hmm. He's just going to exactly. Yeah. We need it. Dark. Gotcha. I do like that pick. Uh, we did see a Han Solo. I saw on good morning football today, Han Solo for speed and quickness accuracy. and accuracy, accuracy and okay. just mental capabilities, character issues, not a problem whatsoever. Mm. So I thought that was an interesting pick. Um, yeah, I was going to go Darth Vader as well. Um, again, I really wanted to get more into May the 4th, but again, the draft is so fun. It makes May it hard. Yeah. You know, we just enjoy it so much. Hey, but May the 4th be with you. Yeah, of course. Um, fantasy, I was going to talk about who has the top chance to be a fantasy player. Um, my vote is Nashi Harris, running back for Pittsburgh. Okay. I like that. Uh, that's that's a hundred percent my pick. I think he'll be very uh, successful. Yeah, I'm maybe Jalen Waddle. Ooh, I like Jalen. I do like that. Yeah, I like a Jalen Waddle. I feel like he could um, be a big impact on the team. Or Devontae okay. Smith. And yeah. Devontae. I would have I would have said Devontae if I would because Devontae if I was would definitely pick a wide receiver. Yeah, definitely would like go crazy like because Eagles. Um, who was their leading receiver last year? Um. Who's that guy we were on, bro? What what's it? Fulgham? Travis Fulgham. Yep, Travis Fulgham. So him putting putting Fulgham in there, big call receiver with a slot guy just like Devontae. And you have Jalen Rieger if he's healthy. Yeah, so I feel like I like I like Devontae doing he won't okay. get doubled. It'd be a lot of single slot coverage, I feel like. So mm-hmm. I like him. Devontae go crazy, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, we're not bodybuilders, bro. We do football players. Hell. Yeah. And, well, I think that'll do it here for us. Um, 
there's always more football content out there to be found, obviously, as we take a break for the summer until we come back later this fall. And some of the content that I would like to shout out just because I saw it uh, today, uh, it's called Hear Me Out. I saw it on Instagram. It was a little Instagram video. Hear Me Out, episode three. It talks about a QB carnival and how the entire NFL QBs could look completely different uh, from one event in 2014. Uh, mm. Baker Mayfield decides to transfer out of Texas Tech, and it really? changes everything. Yeah, and just some of the notable changes uh, that it mentions. This is nearly not all of them. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the Bears, Baker yeah. Mayfield, Mayfield on the Jaguars, Lamar Jackson on the Bills, Kyler Murray on the Raiders, and Trevor Lawrence on the Jets. Ooh. All from Baker Mayfield not transferring out of Texas Tech to Oklahoma. So if you find that, go give that a watch. It's a great time. It's a great listen. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, I would recommend it very much. But other than that, that'll do it for us here on Season 2. And I guess hey, we'll see you in the fall. We definitely will. Season 3. It comes. <laughs>